What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It is your boy, Alex Chadwick, and you are now tuned into another episode of the Soul Dope Podcast. I want to thank y'all for listening. I hope everybody is healthy. I hope everybody is um, alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, before I even begin the show, I just want to let y'all know to please subscribe, please rate, please share the show if you like what you're hearing. Um, there's going to be some really good stuff coming up in this next season of the show. I just want to put that out there and I'm really excited to get that out. But look, without further ado, I just want to go right into the show. I don't want to waste too much time with small talk. OK, y'all, there's a lot of stuff that's in the media right now. There's a lot of stuff in the news, a lot of stuff in the world, period. And um um, last week we saw, uh, Jacob Blake, an African-American man who was shot in the back, um, seven times. And from that sparked a protest in, I think, what is this? Kenosha, Wisconsin. Is it Wisconsin? Kenosha, Wisconsin, I believe it is. Um, but for the purpose of this, uh, of this podcast, I'm just going to keep saying Kenosha and I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Um, but, uh, a series of protests and riots uh, precipitated from that particular incident with uh, Mr. J- um, Mr. Jacob Blake and uh, the police department of that of that town, the Kenosha police department of that city. And let's get into it. You know, whether that shoot was justified or not, there was some very small video there. And believe it or not, I have I'm trying to look through it through a lens where I'm like, OK, what was really going on there? And, and to be honest, I don't have a lot of information. But for the day, what I want to talk about is the shooting that happened um, where a white teenager um, killed two people and injured others at a protest. Right. So let's talk about this. Um, tragic. There were a lot of. A lot of video. There's a lot of video footage floating around out there from different angles. And I mean, I'm glad that we caught these angles of of, of this particular uh, incident. And it gives people a lot of insight as to what's actually what was actually happening during that time. You know what I mean? So um, I first want to start off this show by by saying that uh, I myself am a gun owner, a responsible gun owner. And some of the things that have unfolded in these events, it raised a lot of questions for me. Um, And I'm sure it raised a lot of questions for a lot of other people as well. But as a responsible gun owner, it caused a lot of concerns for me, you know, because when I hear the word common sense gun laws, I'm going to explain what I think about hopefully in this show when I hear the words common sense gun laws. Okay, now this guy, this kid, what is his name? Um. Let's take a look at his name. I don't his name is Kyle. Oh my god, go figure. His name is Kyle. And if you don't know why I'm referencing why I'm, why my 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 mode has changed when I say the word Kyle, then you should probably be on social media and, and research some memes. Um Kyle is usually referred to some angry little white kid who doesn't listen to his parents and always want to break stuff and punch holes in the walls. So anyways, this white this this young white teen um his name is Kyle Rittinghouse. He was 17 and um, he was from Illinois and he's been charged with first degree murder, which I think is appropriate. And I just want to talk about that. Right. So this kid apparently belongs to or is affiliated with some local militia. 
Um, and believe it or not, Alex Jones, not me, but the Alex Jones from Infowars actually talked about this in a show his, this week or last week before this even happened um, about how there's a local militia that's uh, recruiting um, other people to come out and contest with the protesters. He actually put it out there. And unfortunately, they did uh, a symbol and, and it was a tragic event that happened. So um, there was always information out about it. But of course, people don't take Alex Jones serious. Right. Um, so anyways, this kid, Kyle, he went down there with an intention. He had a long rifle. And if anybody don't know what I'm referring to, he had an AR-15, which most would refer to as an assault rifle. Right. So he went down there. Note he drove, which what some people say was apparently about 30 minutes from his home. He drove down there to apparently help protect businesses that he don't even own. His family doesn't even own. And the crazy thing about it, his mother drove him down there. My guess is she knew he was going to be armed. He's 17. He's not even supposed to own a gun, let alone go somewhere, breaking curfew. All that stuff is going on. And his mom allowed it. Now, there's some pieces of video and I'm going to kind of break these video, these pieces that I can remember down. Right. I don't have uh, I don't have any video in front of me right now, but I'm going to try to recall this. One of the first videos I saw, this is how. When you explain to people about um, implicit biases and racism and systematic stuff that happens, I want you to pay attention to what it is that I'm about to say. Okay, one of the first video clips that I seen and for those of you guys who haven't seen it or have seen it, um, this is what I'm talking about. The first video that I seen that shows Mr. Cow in this video is him and some other people, probably of the militia group or whatever. They uh, come in contact with the police. Now, note the police have armored vehicles. They're inside of armored vehicles. Um, they're speaking on their loudspeakers. Um, they're doing all of that. Right. And Kyle and some more of his buddies who are armed. Note, Kyle always had his 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 uh, assault rifle out the whole time he was out there from what I saw. And they come in contact with the police and they ask the police for water. Right. And the police summons up a few bottles of water, gives it to them. And tells them that that they support them and they appreciate they support them and that they appreciate them. They really do. That's what they told Kyle and his his militia boys. Right. I would say the militia kids, basically. And 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 they gave them some water. Now, the most craziest thing about this particular clip was that when the police was um, telling literally at the same time that they were telling those militia kids how much they appreciate what they were doing. Someone, another cop in another armored vehicle was speaking over the loud uh, speaker, yelling at a protester, telling them to get out of the area because, <laughs> because they were trespassing. <clears throat> that right there is enough evidence to show um, that the police were complicit in all of this. Right? So that's the first video. They didn't challenge the boys. They didn't tell them get away from the buildings. Maybe they knew that the kid, that the militia boys were coming and protect the building. So they were okay with that. That's what it seemed like. Now, this next piece of footage, right, is one of the militia kids, not Kyle. He was explaining to a protest. I guess they was having a dialogue. And this militia boy says, this is confirmed. It's on, it's on video footage. He says, hey, the cops told us that they were going to push the protesters down our way because 
they feel that we can handle them. This is what the militia boy said. That right there made me so sick to my stomach. I was just like, what? So again, you have another piece of footage that uh, makes that Kanisha, uh, what is it? Kanisha police department complicit with what happened, right? So fast forward, I don't know what happened. I still don't know what happened before the first shots or what caused the first shots to ring out. So it's a lot of speculation. Well, anyways, looks like they were chasing him or something and, and he pulled off a shot shot the guy, the first guy in the head. Now, the video's graphic. I'm sorry. I got to describe this to get to a lot of the points. But he shoots a guy in the head. Guy falls down. People run to help him. He even uh, appears to be trying to render aid to the guy. Not physically, but you can tell he's picking up his phone to call someone, which I'm thinking he's calling 911. This is Kyle, the person who shot him. So the kid's on the ground. And all of a sudden he realized like, man, I got to get out of here. So he starts running. That's when the crowd starts chasing him. So people, you know, he stumbled, he fell. There was somebody tried to kick him. Um, he let off some more shots. He ended up shooting somebody in the arm, blowing their arm off. He ended up uh, hitting somebody in the stomach. That person died. I think the person that got shot in the head died. Um, so this is the most compelling part for me, right? After he does this, he's running down the street towards the cops. The shots are going off. The cops may be there 100 yards away. Maybe. The kid is running down towards the cops. His gun is still on him. He sees the cops. The cops' lights are flashing. This, this is like a patrol car and two armored vehicles. As he's running up, he's putting his hands up. He's like, I shot somebody or whatever. Oh, no, he didn't even say he shot somebody. Somebody else in the crowd was like, hey, this dude just shot those people down there. And they're following him with the camera, right? Here's the crazy thing. When the kid got in front of um, the cop cars, they didn't challenge him. I, I didn't hear him challenge him. Maybe there's other footage out there of the police challenging him, but I didn't hear no challenge, right? The kid walks right past them. And, and here's the crazy part. The police even consulted the kid and asked him, hey, is anybody, somebody's injured, somebody's hurt down there? And they drove right past the kid and the kid continues to walk and look like he's trying to make contact with someone in a, in a police squad car. That right there made me so sick. That's video number three. That to me shows that the Kenesha Police Department is complicit with what happened that night. <clears throat> now, let's turn the focus back on Mr. Kyle. After I gave you kind of like a quick run, I tried to make it quick, but a quick rundown of the events of the shootings of the stuff, the information that I know. Right. But here's the thing. I think he should be charged with first degree premeditated murder. Here's why. This kid went to this town he went to this city knowing that there was that there was a that there was violence going on knowing that uh there was a hostile crowd so he 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 broke the curfew of the city he was illegally armed and he went out there expecting understand what i'm saying expecting contention with a hostile group of protesters he was expecting it. There's no way he could, he or anybody, his defense lawyer can tell me that there was no intent to, 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 to not, uh, um, get into it with any protesters. Right now he, you know, most people are going to say, well, he's exercising his second amendment, right? He shot in self-defense and believe me, this is definitely going to come out as a self-defense case based on the screenshots and the video that was put out there. This is probably going to come out as a um, 
as a self-defense case. But here's the thing. There's an ideology, right? There's an ideology. There's this there's this big, bad police army patriot man that people want to play. Right. And it's 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 being heavily pushed by the right. And just for disclaimer, guys, I am not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican. I do not subscribe to just one side. I try to see things all over the place here. Well, the right, the right wing, conservative, Republican, whatever you want to call it, they do have this ideology. They have this they have this character about them, about, you you know, being a real American and being able to fight for the country and this, this, that and the other. Right. And these these people that walk around with the assault rifles who think that they are that they are protecting something or that they are they are flexing their their Second Amendment right. You cannot do the job of the law enforcement officers, folks. Y'all want to be big. Y'all want to be bad. Y'all want to talk about y'all patriots. But really, you're just exhibiting your hatred and your bias to certain demographics of people. I'm going to just call it how I see it. You feel me? I'm going to just call it how I see it. And this is one of the reasons why as a responsible gun owner, I don't go to protest. I don't need to go to protest. I carry a gun with me every single day based on my profession and just based on doing it for so many years. I don't go to a protest. And as a responsible gun owner, I'm not going somewhere where I know there's going to be contention. I know there's going to be a hostile uh, environment. I'm not doing it. Right. But people are walking around the streets with rifles. They want to show off. They want to intimidate people, regardless of what people say. Now, this wasn't a case of him being carry, carrying a concealed weapon, let's say of a pistol. He was carrying a concealed weapon. He may have been counter protesting. And then the mob attacks him and he pulls out his gun and he defends himself. No, 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 no. He came out there with a assault rifle where everybody can see. Now, this is my this probably going to hurt some people's feeling what I'm about to say. Right. Let me take my time on the show so I can just make my points. But here we go. What I'm about to say is going to hurt some people's feelings. If you are one of those people that like to get all in your little dress up G.I. Joe tactical gear with your little long rifles and like to go into public and counter protest people or even to go to protest. Right. You are one of those people who you're not going out there to 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 practice your Second Amendment right per se. You are going out there to intimidate. You're going out there to show off. You're going out there to say, I wish a mother would. That's what you're going out there to do. It's evident. It's evident. All these guys want to come out here and they want to they want to play police army man, patriot guy. You know what I mean? And it's not even necessary. And look what's happened. The poster child for this ideology, the poster child for this behavior has come out and now he has murdered two people. Right. Now, let's talk about something like like me. I like to be practical. Right. And there's people that are using the rhetoric. Let's back this up. I'm just going to take a few examples, but I'm going to say something that is commonly said by the right when it comes to police incidents. Right. And the first thing people say, all, you know, right wing media, whether it be Fox News and all their little contributors and everybody else, they got their podcast and all that stuff. Right. They always say if they wouldn't have resisted, if they wouldn't have resisted and if they would have just complied, they wouldn't have been killed. They wouldn't have been hurt. Right now, I want people to use that same rhetoric to this situation. Right. 
if that kid, I don't even want to call him a kid, if that thug wouldn't have never left his house, wouldn't have never left his house and then armed himself and then broke the curfew of another city he don't belong in, these people would not be dead today. What he did was irresponsible. I don't care how you put it. It was irresponsible. And the fact that his mother, the reports say that his mother drove him there. She's complicit. Right. To me, she conspired with him. Now, that kid probably didn't think that nothing was going to happen. He was just going to drop his nuts on the street and then people was going to understand who him and his boys was until they got on his ass. And he appeared to defend himself. Right. But my point is. If you know you're going to counter protest and you openly have a weapon out, you are not, you know, you're going to meet resistance. Right. And you know, there's a chance that you will have to defend yourself. I think you should be liable for anything that happens. If you shoot somebody or shoot, uh, if you shoot somebody and kill them or hurt them, you should be totally liable for that. Right. And this is what I'm saying, man. Like, like some of the people on the right, they always talking about, Oh, you know, look at these rioters, look at these protesters, look at these these thugs, look at all these people that, uh, you know, they're just the worst of the worst in the world. Well, if you know this already, if you know this already, then you can't tell me that you don't know that they're going to come after your ass when you go down there to counter protest them. There's no you can't make me believe that you don't know that. So I don't think that's a defense for him. That he didn't know he did. You know, he knew exactly what he came to do. Now, here's the trippy part. Some people was able to get some some still photos off his Facebook. Right. They were ready to get. This, uh, uh, um, they were re- they got some 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 Facebook photos from his Facebook where he was dressed in, you know, some course, American paraphernalia, holding the rifle, um, having the Blue Lives Matter tags, all that stuff. Now, y'all know I try to be real objective, right? But this one right here got me. This one right here, it got me. Because everybody want to say, if that person would have complied, if George Floyd would have complied, if Sandra Bland would have complied, if Alton Sterling would have complied, then they wouldn't be dead. If this man, I don't want to call him a man, if this kid never showed up with that gun, those people wouldn't have been dead. Something else maybe would have happened, but they probably wouldn't have got shot by that guy, by that kid, Kyle Rotting House or whatever his name is. So I want y'all to make sure that if you're a right wing person and you listen to this, I really want you to do some self-reflection and think about the rhetoric that people has been pushing for so long. You know, there's this guy named Graham Allen. And I don't want to say too much about him because I ain't trying to promote his his platform. But he's done got out there plenty of times like, where are all the real Americans at? Who's going to take back this country? Who's going to fight for us? Right. This is this is how he comes off. But now you have a poster child that has done everything that you guys have advocated for. And now y'all hands off. Now y'all don't want to talk about it. You know, now y'all don't want to endorse the kid. And y'all are finding everything in the world to defend this kid. But guess what? I'm sticking to the to 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 the to the push that if this kid was never here, none of this stuff would have ever happened. So the crazy and I'm, I'm gonna try to end it on this, right? If you really think about this, 
they're going to come out and call him a lone gunman and they're going to denounce, you know, certain groups from the right are going to denounce him or they won't say anything at all. But let me see how I can put this. Let's say this. We had something happen here in Portland, right, where this kid or this guy, this man, Marquise Love. Y'all remember the incident of the man being kicked in the face, beat up, knocked unconscious here in Portland, right? Most people remember that if, they, if they've been involved in the news for the past couple of weeks, right? They've seen that. What do you think the right wing media said about that guy, Marquise Love? That he was that they basically said Black Lives Matter did this to that guy, right? This is what they said. So they took and 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 what happened was uh, in the days to come, some organizations from Portland, some people who are out there protesting, they denounced this guy. They said this guy is not part of what we're doing, you know, the the movement movement, what they were doing. However, the right wing says, nope, it's BLM who beat this guy up brutally, right? Beat him up, knocked him out. So here's what I'm going to say. And hopefully I can end my show on this. If y'all can say that, you know, anytime somebody in those protests slash riots does something to someone. And you can use it to spin a narrative and you blanket everything that happens and say Black Lives Matter did it. That's who did it. Black Lives Matter. Right. Then in this situation right here. With this kid, Kyle, who shot down, who gunned down two people and injured others. Based on the rhetoric that the right has used. And again, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm not right or left. I'm just calling it how I see it on this. If you can use that same rhetoric towards someone who does violence at a protest and label everything under Black Lives Matter, then guess what? You know who killed those two people in Kenosha? Kyle pulled the trigger, but you know who killed him? Blue Lives Matter killed him, right? And the Trump supporters killed him. This is going to piss a lot of people off. So don't come up. You know, I already know the media is going to be swinging and they might not say nothing about this kid at all. Or they might denounce him. Who knows? But I know their hands off right now. But every single thing that the these right proud wannabe police army men patriot people from the right i call them the right wing nuts that think they're fighting for liberty and and and, and freedom and all this stuff see y'all y'all killed those people because y'all created the cow your rhetoric created the cow just the same way you're gonna look at black lives matter and all the rhetoric you say black lives matter is creating you guys are doing the same thing but guess what now one of your poster childs have has killed two people. And this is the stuff that y'all salivate at. Y'all like, we're going out with our guns. We're going out without guns. And y'all can't tell us where to put our guns. And if you're trying to test me, I'm going to blow your ass away. That's what y'all created. And that's what Kyle represented. So your movements, and I say, the reason why I say Blue Lives Matter is because Blue Lives Matter is a movement where people, there are people, listen to me, there are people who will support bad police officers, bad policing, no matter what, because they feel like they cannot cross that thin blue line to real justice, right? They feel like they just can't do it. So that's why I'm saying blue lives matter, because they, people, see, people who scream this blue lives matter stuff and all lives matter stuff, that's just a counter protest to black lives matter, which is fine. 
But the same stuff that y'all saying the people on the left are doing, y'all are doing too. And y'all done created this little dude. Y'all done created him. 100% created his little ass. And guess what? He has done exactly, he has done exactly what all of y'all have been salivating to do. Every time y'all talk about y'all guns and talk about how you a patriot and how you going to face off with the protesters and y'all going to do this because the police ain't doing nothing and want to defund the police. And I guess we got to be the police. All that stuff. Blue Lives Matter. Y'all created this. I ain't talking about police officers, but according to the information and the videos I've seen, those police officers are complicit, too. And I am encouraging people to get on their social media platforms and start saying the right things. And what the right things are is, look, the video evidence don't lie. The police built a rapport with these guys, got in bed with these guys, encouraged a strategy to have the protesters come to them so they can even have contention. The Department of Justice, FBI, whoever, they need to come to that city, open up an investigation on an entire police department. Every officer that was out there should be fired. If not fired, they don't need to be out on the street right now. So you got the cops complicit and you got this guy's mother that's complicit to this. See the right. They don't want to hear about this. They don't want to hear about this, but this guy was created by you and all the little precepts and principles and all the little characters and stuff that y'all insert into your media, into your narratives, into your rhetoric. You guys are causing this. You guys caused this. Ultimately, he made the choice, but look, he represented you. He was a Trump supporter. He was a blue lives matter supporter. Maybe one day he wanted to be a police officer. Hopefully he never ever gets to see the light of being a law enforcement officer in any capacity, any capacity. He don't deserve it. He's not mentally stable, in my opinion, because his views, what he values and clearly his biases would not allow him to be fair and impartial with his job. So we just got to call it how we see it, folks. I haven't heard people talking about the day. See, see, now I've seen the police. The police chief came out and said, what did he say today? The police chief said, uh, what did he say? He said, hey, um, the reason why three people died is because those victims died is because they broke curfew. They shouldn't have been uh, out out from curfew. OK, you stated a fact, but you stated some to BS as well. Like you gotta be kidding me. If you know and expect these people to uh, protest, right, and be violent and be aggressive that's all you can say is they would have died if they, they would have just been in the house. But what about the guy that pulled the trigger? What about him? I don't think we're talking about the right things. I don't think we're asking the right questions to the right people. This is a tragedy. And I think our country is coming to the end. And it feels to me in my heart. I'm not going to lie to y'all. 2020, in my opinion, is about to end in some blood like I just something in my spirit tells me that like something we haven't you know we've seen a lot in 2020 but I think around this election things are going to happen that we're going to be like whoa 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 this is crazy you feel me so I hope I've given y'all a a, a, a a mind full of things to think about when it comes to this situation folks 
Graham Allen, Hodge twins. All y'all want to be patriots and strong um, freedom fighters. I never seen y'all out there with no AR-15s. And to be honest, I think this kid did something that all y'all wish y'all could have done. But y'all don't have the balls. Y'all just a bunch of pussies. Y'all don't have the balls to go out. Actually, maybe y'all do have the balls. But guess what? I don't see y'all doing it. You know why? You know why y'all are not doing it? I'm talking about all these influencers and characters. You know why you don't do it? Because you know it's stupid to go out to a hostile environment where there are hostile protesters and rioters with an AR-15 and talk about you counter-protesting and trying to protect something that don't even belong to you. You will never do that because you know it's wrong. But deep down inside, that's the message y'all pushing. That's the rhetoric y'all pushing. That Americans need to be patriots exercise their second amendment right take the country back that's what y'all are saying on the right i hear you bro i hear you but y'all wrong on this one the left is not off the hook either y'all know i got topics and topics to talk about with them too but there's no way in hell that i could just sit back and watch what's going on and look at the narrative just be be empty at this point from the right they don't want to talk about this stuff they don't want to talk about this this boy walked right past the police because he was in cahoots he was in bed with the police and and all y'all to see that's the thing what i was saying like y'all want to focus y'all want to focus on soon as somebody say hey we need to, to we need to reform the police you know policing you know look at this police brutality look at this look at how we police our communities look at the like the way we like the way some police treat people the only the only thing that that people respond to with that is um blue lives matter and all not all cops are bad but here's the thing for me i don't have time to spend time on just good cops we know that good cops if anybody knows that it's me they're really, they're really good people out there doing the force. But see, what's happening is the right. They want to use the rhetoric of just, oh, all not cops are bad. They're trying to overshadow the bad cops. They say a bad apple will spoil a whole bunch. Guess what? That apple grew from a tree. And on that tree is leadership, sergeants, lieutenants, captains, right? City officials, all these people are involved. So what's happening at that level? What's happening at that system? If you was to really open up the, 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 the book, you would probably see a lot of stuff that you don't want to see. So when y'all defending, when y'all defending bad cops by saying not all cops are bad, it's a stupid argument. I want to know if you really think that this stuff uh, exists in these police departments. This incident with this kid, Kyle, clearly shows the attitude and the, and the willingness to, um, I don't want to say conspire, but the willingness to uh, team up, team up, to team up with a certain demographic of people. That should be investigated. Officers, why didn't y'all do y'all job? Y'all want to defend every time y'all feel like they're doing their job. I think anybody from the right and the left can clearly say that the police did not do their jobs in reference to the little militia boys and Kyle. Because when they interacted with them, they gave them bottles of water and support instead of telling them, look, man, the crowd is crazy out here. It's hostile, bro. You got to get out of here, man. This is not going to end well. We got this. We the police. Y'all need to disperse now. Leave. They never said that. And that right there is where the problem lies. 
and all you little right wing patriot wannabe Captain America nuts. Right. This is for y'all. Y'all got to eat this one because y'all created this. He just came. And there's there's probably hundreds of thousands of millions. There's probably millions of them just like him. He just got he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And lastly, the, the, the protesters, after he had already shot somebody, I, I, wow, the protesters who went after this guy and continued to chase him and follow him and trying to, and trying to bring him down, you're truly brave because I don't think I would have done that. Not with some guy that I knew just shot somebody with a rifle and y'all running behind him. I couldn't do it. Now, there's another interesting piece of this is that it was a guy with a pistol who chased Kyle down. And he didn't shoot him. And this is the guy that ended up getting his arm blown off. I don't think he lived. A guy hit him with a skateboard, hit Kyle with a skateboard. He got shot in the stomach. He died, I believe. At some point, I feel like we're going to be picking sides. You feel me? Like, I feel like it's going to be a civil war, a bloody civil war, a race war, a culture war. And at some point, somebody's going to have to say, man, look, I'm on this side. You're on that side. Who's the shooter? The narrative, the rhetoric that both sides push, the pictures that we paint, the characterizations that we want to put out into the media, that we want to put out into people's minds, the fear that we want to incite and instill in people. That's what's happening right now. This bubble is going to pop. And I am sure more protesters are going to arm themselves. And you may see some more contention, of course, and you may see more shootings. I'm surprised it hasn't happened in in in, in Portland, you know, knowing that there's plenty of run ins with the Proud Boys and all that stuff. I'm just surprised that it hasn't happened. So this kid, I think he should be charged with murder. And I'm going to use the same rhetoric the, the, the right uses on if he would have just obeyed the law. If he would have just obeyed the law, none of this would have ever happened. Right now, I'm going to read y'all something. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, I'm going to read y'all something that I put on my Facebook page that one of my. um, What is it? One of my one of my one of my people, uh, one of my friends on Facebook posted. And I just thought it was. I just thought it was lovely, man. I just thought it was lovely. And he he wrote this in, in reference to this incident, but just in reference to the people that have this particular nature and character about themselves in America. He said, obey the law or gets what's come or get what's coming to you. This is, you know, this is one of those Captain America's talking, right? It says, obey the law or gets or get what's coming to you. But if your ideologically, if you if your ideology is on my side, then then that law is actually infringing on your rights and you should disobey in the name of freedom. And then he says, they say government overreach is bad, but if it's directed at people we don't like, bring in the tanks and release the hounds. Hooray, tyranny. I hope you guys can understand that little bite sized thing that I did, but it kind of sums it up of this particular character, this particular wannabe patriot, police, army man, Captain America, whatever the hell you want to call him. 
Now, I can say this because I feel like I'm qualified. I served this country for 14 years. Right? I can say it. I can say it. We're in a dangerous time right now. So, if you want to ask questions or put some commentary on this, please share. First, you need to share. Then you need to uh, subscribe. And then you need to give me a rating. Like, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now, give me a rating. Rate it, subscribe, and share the show. Okay. Now, I have something that I haven't said after, you know, I used to say it after every show in the early episodes, and I think I need to just start keep saying it. It's that energy about it. And I want my listeners and my audience to understand this. And I always want to, I, I try to end on a positive note. And here it is. Love is real. Find a way to foster unity and love everywhere you are. Don't be afraid to speak up when you see injustice and despair. Seek to find true balance, folks, and don't just stay in your box talking to people who will only validate what you feel and what you believe. To grow, we must challenge ourselves. Whew. Man, it's been a long show. I ain't been on the air this long in a long time. So subscribe, share and rate. I truly, truly thank you. Thank you all, man. Everybody stay safe. Everybody stay happy. Everybody stay healthy. I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Soul Dope Podcast. Peace.